check, check. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Check here, meow. Hello, hello. Welcome, hello, hello, everyone. Hello. Hello from Mutiny Radio. Here at 2781 21st Street. We're here on uh, 21st and Florida. Chilling here currently. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the podcast thus far. Got some cool shit going on. Oh, oh, the microphone. The microphone. So guys, welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast. You're tuning in at pcrcollective.org. I think I have a listenership. I think I have a following here. You may have to turn on the fans to drain out the noise. Creativity, San Francisco, Bay Area. This is your host, Lazy Chakra. To my fans out there, my fanatics and subscribers, the opposite of a subscriber would be a hater, but subscribers, fans, people who like my work and all my shit, thank you so much. Wow. What a beautiful day this was. Fog rolling in in the morning. Beautiful fog. Don't we love the gray fog rolling in to our city from the Pacific Ocean? So, uh, yeah, guys, we're going to get into a little conversation here at the hear me out podcast um yeah guys so so i've been uh, keeping traction on this youtube channel it's called pink lemonade oh burp there and pink lemonade um it kind of uh, blossomed out of this love for the colors i think the colors were like stained orange and yellow the building of gestalt office pearl right near sushi zone j flip's favorite sushi is sushi zone look that article up j flip loves the sushi the sushi zone so uh yeah I, i've been running this this uh, channel called uh, pink lemonade and my first, um, the reason I chose the colors pink and like light yellow is because I saw a French bulldog. So the history and foundation of calling my YouTube channel Pink Lemonade was all about seeing a, 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 a yellow tan Frenchie with a pink harness. So that is the fucking uh, derivative of my uh, of my madness i saw a frenchie that was like light yellow with a pink harness and i thought whoa your frenchie is hella expensive though so uh getting into some conversations i don't know what we should talk about guys what should we talk about we're here at the hear me out podcast at pcrcollective.org what should we talk about two chains current events 
2 chains um, looked at the most expensive kittens. Some white lady was slanging kittens, and 2 chains was there. And of course, as 2 chains does, he says, Damn, that's expensive as fuck. So that's two chains. Two chains ate a uh, ate a gold, a gold plated, um, a gold plated burger. Wow. People are just gold plating random shit nowadays. Hmm. Two chains is like, hey, let's, hey uh, let me taste that gold plated cheeseburger. Cost three hundred dollars. Wagyu beef, brioche bun, ketchup, mustard, mayo, lettuce, tomato, tomato. What you gonna do? So guys, what should we talk about, guys? I'm here. I have two hours with my beautiful audience. And yeah, that's how the Pink Lemonade YouTube channel started. I saw a Frenchie that was tan, yellow, with a pink harness. So uh, before this podcast, I was eating at uh, a barbecue joint called South Paw, and a pretty average barbecue out here in the Bay Area is not that good, not that good. Um, but I was writing stuff in my notes. What kind of shit do I have in my notes? Let us read. Let us read here in my notes in my iPhone six. Hmm. Okay, yeah, let's 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 talk, guys. Let's talk. We're here for two hours. We're here for two hours. Hey, fuck that nigga Paulo. Fuck that nigga Paulo. Hey, bruh. Hey, nigga. Fuck that nigga Paulo. Nigga Paulo. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga Paulo. Racist ass nigga. Podcast nigga. Oh no. My podcast nigga. Oh no! Outreach, Nick. Oh no! Hey, fuck that nigga Paulo. Fuck that nigga Paulo. Hell of a hipster. Hipster ass Paulo and his Fiat. So, yeah, guys, uh, about my YouTube channel, Pink Lemonade. There's a couple cool videos here and there. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I saw a. I shot a video. Of me getting sprayed by garden hose, and I was fully clothed in my khaki and black shirt. Call that the Spectrum outfit. But I hosed myself with a garden hose, and it ended up looking like I was having a seizure. Okay, that's very racist, Paolo. You were spraying yourself with a hose, and that is a uh, reminiscent of what kind of shit was going down in Birmingham, Alabama, Burlingham. Alabama. Hey, though, bur. Sudding it said. Fuck that nigga, Paulo. Fuck that nigga, Paulo. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. So, to my fans in the black community, just realized that uh, black athletes were blessed with uh, fast twitch muscles. And the reason why many of the Golden State Warriors and black athletes across the world. Um, are better than you simply because they have fast twitch muscles. I was an athlete. I was an athlete, a basketball player. And I always wondered, why are black people so good at sports? They have fast twitch muscles, which means 
their muscle structure is uh, structured after the gazelle. Black people have ties with the gazelle legs, gazelle legs, ostrich legs, cheetah legs, very fast lion tigers, and bears legs. So, people of the black community, holler at your boy. Hey, fuck that nigga Paulo. <clears throat> fuck that nigga Paulo. Sidestepping nigga. Sidestepping nigga. Sidestepping nigga. So I'm looking in my notes here. You're tuning in to the Hear and Meow podcast. Tune in at PCRcollective.org. So uh, what do we talk about, guys? Let's Give me a second. A uh, little drinky drink here. A little drinky drink. Squirt. I love squirt. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, guys. Let us speak. Let us speak. This is the Here and Meow podcast. Meow. Meow. Fuck that nigga Apollo. Fuck that nigga Apollo. Fuck that nigga Apollo. So... So guys, uh, I have 73 contacts in my phone. TMI. Too much information overload. Information overload. Paulo's good at talking. Paulo's good at talking on the microphone. Paulo's good at talking on the microphone. Information overload. Self-destruct, self-destruct, self-destruct in three, two, one. So, nigga Paulo, people of the black community are like, Hey, fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga Paulo. Word pressing. Nigga said, Hood Chef got that OJ said. Hood Chef got that OJ said. Walking through the market in Mission, bro. She said, Primary colors on your ghetto food accessibility. Nigga said primary colors, red, blue, yellow. All upon advertisements for your fucking codfish. For your fried chicken sandwich with coleslaw. Some pickles in that shit. Nigga said the grip and the bounce. Nigga said what? Talking black analytics on a nigga. Black analytics on a metric. I tremble. Can you hit me alive? And I stumble. Can you hear my heart? Can you hear my heart beating like a SoundCloud flexor nigga? Nigga, you flexing on SoundCloud, said. Full flex. The Full Flex Express. DJ Cool and Fat Man Scoop. You dumbass nigga, Lord hate ass nigga. What you think, nigga? It's your playground, nigga? It's your playground, Paulo? Paulo in your little Fiat. Little Poncit on your YouTube channel. Hey, nigga, Infinite Poncit, nigga. Infinite Poncit, nigga. Nigga sitting on his fucking nigga Paolo in his 
pink lemonade YouTube channel, a Frenchie colored light yellow with a pink harness. Paolo sits, he sits and speaks to his lens. A Canon 6D, a Canon 6D, a Rokinon lens, wide angle. Hey nigga, moody face, bruh. Hey, you moody face, said. Pancit, man. Infinite pancit. Filipino pancit. Lumpia. Lumpia cigarette. Fucking lumpia cigarettes. Lumpia are uh, Filipino spring rolls, if you guys didn't know what that is. Spring rolls. Uh, lumpia is usually dipped in uh, mong tomas, sweet banana sauce, fried spring roll filled with ground beef, pork, chicken. There's a dessert lumpias, also called uh, Tyrone. Hey, nigga, banana, banana dessert, bro. Banana dessert, bro. Tyrone is great. Tyrone is a Tyrone is a Filipino dessert and delight. It is a it is a brown sugar, uh, and it's wrapped with there's lungkot banana in it. There's brown sugar, deep fried, so sweet. Holy shit, Tyrone, Tyrone nigga, Tyrone, Tyrone nigga, Jerome nigga, Tyrone nigga. Hey, nigga, Paulo came here to run, nigga. You Filipino food, nigga. Paulo came here to run, bro. Pork belly less roast. Panhandle. Okay. Fuck that nigga, Paulo. Fuck that nigga, Paulo. Paulo. So, people of the black community, I think the most satisfying cue of a black person is when, when a black grandma says, with affirmation, Mm-hmm. affirmation there so uh black people love to chop it up they love to chop it up in the in the filmo district black people love chopping it up shout out to those uh black people shot with a hose a full powered hose from a fire truck wow wow firemen a fireman of san francisco do you have some shit to say to black people uh in birmingham 1960s you guys would use fire hoses to hose down black people. A black guy usually wearing like gray. Uh, he would be wearing a gray like. Uh, one sec. He'd be wearing gray pants and a little white button up. Guess what? There's a riot. Come on. That's passive aggressive. Fireman, that is passive aggressive. But when a black grandma is just chilling, they're just chilling, going to church. After church, they're like, hey, child, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, child, go out, mm-hmm, yeah, child, do your thing, do your thing, gripping the bounce, mm-hmm. Sentimental be wife beater, mm-hmm. Sentimental wife beater, mm-hmm, child, mm-hmm. Black grandma vibes there. Codfish is guilty, 
Niggas getting drop zone on this mixing board said. Niggas trying to get drop zone on the nigga, bruh. Hey, though, bruh. Hey, though, Drop zone vibes there. So, uh, yeah, guys, we look to our notes. I was eating at South Paw Barbecue. And uh, the scene, if there's one thing the scene needs, is some nigger barbecue, okay? Niggers, I know you're in your... I know you have the secret recipe. Brenda's meat and three, that shit sucks. 4505, that shit sucks. Southpaw, that shit sucks. Um, the place in the lower hate, that place sucks. Memphis Minis, y'all niggas suck. We need some nigger-ass barbecue in this bitch. Niggas don't fuck with brisket, Okay. Nigga, that shit is gentrified. Niggas need brisket. Fuck, that's gentrified ass food. Nigga, it comes on the bone, said. Ribs of the pig. But uh, for, for real talk, I'm like, Asian nigga, burr. White bitches with Asian niggas, burr. <clears throat> the scene needs some nigger barbecue. Like, that is what has been waning in our scene. People say, oh, our scene is waning. There's not enough Michelin star restaurants. Uh, Al's place in the Valencia has one Michelin star. Shout out to Al's place. Good pucker on the lips there. Great cadence. Love the saw some hot bitch in a romper there. Kind of cool makeup on her. But the topic, people of the black community, nigger barbecue. I love how chefs talk about food. Chefs talk about food, and they're very certain. There's a certain certainty to what chefs say. They say, well, uh, this food is this. This crawfish is this. Uh, this ramen is like this. David Chang. David Chang. David Chang, bruh. David Chang. These noodles are so good. These needles are insane. These needles are insane. This soup came in ramen is insane. Peter, pass me your bowl. <laughs> These noodles are insane. Soup came in by, by Chef Jiro. Dreams of Jiro. This noodles are insane. The broth is so deep, filled with carcass of pork. Simmered for 12 hours, noodles fresh. Peter, Meehan, pass me your bowl. Lucky Peach is so cool. Being a chef is so cool. Being a chef is so cool. Information overload. Being into food industry is so cool. The food industry is so cool. Information overload. Michelin star. Farm to table. Sichuan peppers. Information overload. Mission Chinese. Danny Bowen. Um, we're going to set you up with perennial. 
So on a recent trip to uh, Perennial, or not Perennial, Mission Chinese ran by Danny Bowen. Their head chef was called Mikola. Mikola is so great. And uh, as Paulo's WordPress meth, meth uh, addiction goes, he took a picture with Mikola and it said, um, we're going to set you up with Perennial. Indecisive nigga burr. Indecisive nigga burr. Mm-hmm. Go on, child. Tell your podcast, child. Speak the truth, child. Speak the truth, child. This is the Hearing Meow podcast. Burr. So I go to Mission Chinese in the Valencia district. We're there. I'm, I'm sitting right when it opens, like around 11 o'clock. And I order the goat dumplings. Order the goat dumplings with creme fraiche yogurt and some bitch-ass greenery. Bitch-ass greenery? Oh, no! Hey, fuck that nigga Paulo. Fuck that nigga Paulo. Greenery, bruh. Microgreens. Wow. Microgreens. So... Honestly, I love food, I love music, I love fashion, but isn't that what culture is? I think I'm going to stick with music, food, I tried working in a restaurant, it sucked. Hated it. I tried uh, fashion, fashion's pretty cool, I like fashion, and we're talking accessible fashion. So nigga Paulo, uh, lazy chakras, nigga. Hey, this nigga has glowing chakra, nigga. This nigga glowing in the club, burr. Glowing in the club, burr. Boop, 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 boop. Don't get pulled over tonight. DUI checkpoints all around. All around. So, uh, yeah, we start, we talk about lazy chakra. I interviewed Cool Chris and I asked, hey, yeah, man, my name is Lazy Chakra. And he goes, Lazy Chakra? Yeah, man, uh, I opened up the shop in 1998, and pretty much the flow of the store goes a little bit like this. Whatever comes into that store today is what's on the shelves. It's just some geezer from Santa Cruz. Just coming to the shop. What's, what's going on, fellas? What is going on, fellas? Cool Chris. Mm-hmm. Cool Valtry. Mm-hmm. Chris of Valtry. Mm-hmm. Paolo, I interviewed Chris Valtry. And uh, I asked Chris Valtry, have you ever heard of the Pink Panther in the Fillmore? And the Pink Panther, people of the black community are like, Hey, burr. Burpalo, nigga Paulo, don't expose the the Pink Panther to the other niggas in the street. Niggas are gentrified as fuck. Gentrificetto, cohentrification, cohentrification. So I interview Cool Chris and I ask Chris, Hey man, have you ever heard of the Pink Panther in the Fillmore? It was near. There's lots of drug dealers there. 
Hayes Valley, as gentrified as, as it is, once was filled with projects. So, beautiful PK of Flight One, if you're listening. Um, yeah, Paulo, my dog is part Chow Chow and part German Shepherd. Uh, guess what? Uh, Fela Kuti is pretty cool. I love the Yay Yay artist. I love Yay Yay. I love uh, Aphex Twin. Wow. Maiden Heights, Murakami. Murakami. So I go, cool, Chris. Hey, man, is there a, is there a, do you know about the Pink Panther in the film or is around in the 70s and 80s? Yeah, guys, come by the shop. Got an event tonight with Wajid, Lower Hate, Music Curios. I'm a Music Curios. Got a new poster, Grateful Dead 2019. Dimensions, 45 by 18, Kalas Dropout. So guys, yeah, has anyone out here in the listening to the Hear Me Out podcast, tune in at PCRcollective.org. Has anyone seen Pearl Harbor? Don't we love that movie? Wow. Hollywood hunks. Ben Affleck. Wow, what a fucking babe. Ben Affleck, Josh Hartnett, what a babe. I already said this on my WordPress WordPress site, but Josh Hartnett always has the same face. Josh Hartnett, your face is always the same, motherfucker. Go be hot somewhere else. Your face is always the fucking same, okay? Bitches love your face. So, uh, Pearl Harbor, the movie is pretty fucking dope, guys. Don't you love that shit? It was, uh, the thesis, the summary behind Pearl Harbor is this. There's hella nurses and there's hella guys in the Navy stationed in Honolulu, Hawaii. And, uh, what happens before they're attacked by the Japanese kamikaze in Japan? You have awakened the sleeping giant. You have awakened the sleeping giant information overload. Japan will attack. Japan will attack Pearl Harbor. Japanese isolationist theory there. So, Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck are, uh, they're just chilling. They're in the Navy and they're both hunks. What a couple of dudes. Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's chin has that perfect quarter dent in it. We notice people's faces. We think, oh shit. Nick Apollo looks like Boo. Wow. Nick Apollo looks like Boo. Hey, fuck that Nick Apollo. Hey, fuck that Nick Apollo. But the Pearl 
Pearl Harbor movie is so sexy. So sexy. There's nurses. So the nurses, they are the they're only prepared for like occasional checkups, okay? In the beginning, the soldiers based in the Navy soldiers based in Honolulu, they're wearing like their Navy outfit, tan trousers. They do their little checkups. They have limited syringes, not that much uh, metamorphine. They're good at testing your they're good at testing your eyesight, so Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett, who always has the same face. Uh, Josh Hartnett, can you read these letters? Josh Hartnett, can you please read these letters? Nigga, do- nigga stupid! Josh Hartnett, stupid, bruh! Josh Hartnett, idiot. Dude, you can't read the top line. So this was the double-edged sword in, in Pearl Harbor. Um, Josh Hartnett, uh, he's he has good vision. 2020 vision in this shit. Josh Hartnett has fucking 2020 vision in this bitch. But the thing about Pearl Harbor is that Josh Hartnett has 2020 vision as a pilot. He wants to wear that bomber jacket and fly in that plane. Um, but um, he can't, he's not good at alphabet. He can't, Josh Hartnett doesn't understand the alphabet. So he's staring at these letters. And some hot optometrist nurse is like, better one or two? Josh Hartnett, is it better one or two? Good, 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 good. Josh Hartnett, better one or two? Ben Affleck, better one or two? Josh Hartnett, can you read the top lines on this on this thing? Yeah, uh... Uh, Z, X, Y, H, A, O, B. Shout out to Mike B of Vinyl Dreams. So. So when the Japanese kamikazes, they attack Pearl Harbor, that's the sickest thing. They're just nurses, little slutty nurses. Go meet the Hawkeye in the Navy. And they go out. Tiki Bar. They're nurses. But the turning point of Pearl Harbor is when the Japanese planes attack Pearl Harbor. Japs. Let's go. Japs. Planes. Planes. Japs. 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 You have awakened the sleeping giant. President Woodrow Wilson. President Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson in his uh, wheelchair. President Woodrow Wilson. He's like, well, guys, fuck America. Pearl Harbor has just been bombed. We have awakened the sleeping giant. So Woodrow Wilson in his wheelchair. He he uh, he goes to his desk and he pulls up his Apple products that he can afford. So Woodrow Wilson is like, hey, dude, uh, Pearl Harbor was just surprise attacked by the Japanese kamikazes. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. is a chef who was like, fuck it. Uh, I don't want to cook anymore. I'm going to shoot this machine gun turret at the Japanese kamikazes. So Cuba Gooding Jr., nigga, Cuba, bruh. Talk about Cuba, nigga. Mm-hmm. 
Go on, child. Cuba Gooding Jr., go on, child. Go on, child. Pearl Harbor Synopsis, child, go on. Mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor Information Overload. So, Cuba Gooding Jr. shoots the turret in his white tee. Yup, in my white tee, I break a bitch back. Now I got a big dick, nigga, step back. Big black dick. Big black cock. BBC Radio 1. BBC Radio 1. BBC Radio 1. Nick Grimshaw, Annie McManus. The BBC, this next record. Disclosure. Anime, bur. Anime said. Anime said. Anime. Anime. Asian snacks and candies. So is Josh Hartnett always has the same face, Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett's fight over this one hot chick. She had red, red lipstick. Okay, fuck the Pearl Harbor thing. Fuck Pearl Harbor. That's gay. Pearl Harbor is gay. Let's fucking Pearl Harbor. So we're going to talk. All right, guys. One second. So, uh, <clears throat> guys, uh, I love fashion. I love fashion. I love fashion. I love wearing clothes. I'm a bit overweight right now. My jean size is 38. I was once a 32. A little bit overweight, a little bit fat, 250 pounds. Um, but yeah, we let's speak fashion. Let's speak fashion, guys. No? Fashion is so great. So my wardrobe is pretty cool. It's kind of like, uh, I think I dress kind of cold, cold street style. And yeah, if you guys didn't know what my wardrobe looks like, just refer to my YouTube channel, Pink Lemonade. I have a uh, cool wardrobe. I love wearing clothes on my channel. But uh, Paolo's uh, glowing chakra bear. Uh, my, uh, my out, my, my, uh, sorry, I'm a little bit weird right now. Sorry, Nardwa, sorry. Shout out to Pam Benjamin and Asia Spearman. So my wardrobe is a bit accessible, of course. I love to shop, not to shop, but I love my wardrobe. I love to wear clothes and I love to find that next item. I love finding that next item. Tokyo, Tokyo 2014, Paolo goes to Tokyo, buy some horizontal navy and dark navy pants, wow, horizontal navy and light gray pants from Tokyo. My, out, my wardrobe is a bit uh, cold, I'd say, I like street style, so I like to, uh, 
yeah, I like to mix and match. Tokyo mix. But, uh, yeah, my wardrobe is pretty common. It's pretty common. It's pretty chill, street style. Um, sneakers, I love. I love colorful sneakers. I love sneakers. I love Adidas, Converse. Um, I love, I love fashion. I mean, I don't pay for any of my shit, so I'm pretty much a dependent fucking kid. Uh, until I get a job, that is. But I'm just working on my college degree, a bit dependent. So I have things in my wardrobe, accessible fashion. Of course, there's more underground layers of fashion. People have people take fashion very seriously. I love fashion. I love looking at people's outfits. I love looking at people's outfits, and my wardrobe is very <sighs> sad to say, but the one item in every store that stands out from the top of the list. Multicolored Art Deco Scarf from Zara, Los Angeles, California. Old Navy Bomber with White Linen Collar, San Mateo. Smoky Gray Low-Rise Trousers from Wasteland, Upper Haight, San Francisco, California. Navy and white threaded kimono from Marine Lair, Hayes Valley. Outfit, burr! Tan blazer from H&M. Deep green, evergreen parka from Abercrombie & Fitch. Amazon. Online shopping. Cargo chef pants from Amazon, United States Emirates. Horizontal striped navy gray long sleeve shirt, Uniqlo. Sunset hat, Sunset District, San Francisco, California. Pinstripe overalls by, I think they're by Dickies. Dickies? Black Romper ASOS. ASOS, wow. ASOS. I, I fucking hate shopping. Wow. <clears throat> I need more friends, obviously. I hate shopping. So that's my <clears throat> that's my wardrobe. Pretty accessible, pretty much just like ooh, cool street style, a little cold. Wow, mix and match. We can do that too. But uh that's pretty much my style. That's my wardrobe. Look into my notes. So guys, oh, so guys. Um well, one sec, one sec, one sec. Let's listen to a little music now. Sorry, I'm a bit ranty, but thanks for listening. This is the Hear Me Out podcast. Tune in at PCRcollective.org. Let's play some music. Saturday night. Current time, 1042.
you're listening to the Hear Me Out podcast, tune in at pcrcollective.org. So guys, you're listening to the Hearing Me Out podcast. Uh, the scene is waning. We need some nigger barbecue. And if we're to explain nigger barbecue, nigger barbecue is tangy, but not the white kind of tangy. It's fruity, notes of apple, sweetness, meat as tender as a small black child. The scene is waning. We need some nigger barbecue. Someone in Oakland open up a nigger barbecue place. Like uh, niggers? Open up some barbecue place. We love your barbecue. There was this place called Catfish and Ribs. So good. Oh my god. Nigger barbecue. Holy shit. They use real wood. They use real wood. Real fire pits. Real stoves. Their shit is tangy. Saucy. Nigger barbecue has so much sauce on it. There's like... The nigger barbecue is like... The smokiness is the sauce. One plus one equals two nigga-ass ribs. So straight up, the Warrior Stadium at Oracle used to sell barbecue. Catfish and ribs used to sell barbecue. Piccadilly Catering used to have nigger barbecue. Ma Pinkies used to have nigger barbecue. That shit. Why can't white people connect smokiness of meat to fruitness of sauce? Tangy. Like, people with barbecue restaurants are like, Yo, 4505 is peppered. White people ribs. We use a lot of ground pepper and we have dry ribs. Here's uh, four squeegee bottles of some gentrified nigger sauce. So here's some four squeegees of some pseudo nigger barbecue sauce. But the black people do it really good. Tangy fucking... Smoky meat. Smoky fucking meat. Smoky. No, uh... A lot of the gentrified barbecue nowadays, they have, like, the knuckle... The knuckle bone on the ribs. Like, dude, ribs should be... Ribs. One, one rib. I want meat. And I want my meat smoked. I want it smoked. I want the sauce to be fruity, tangy. I want it to hug the rib. I want the sauce to hug the fucking tender, smoky fucking nig barbecue. Peach cobbler. Mm hmm. Child, you want my peach cobbler recipe? Mm hmm. Go on, child. I got a secret peach cobbler recipe. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, uh... Sorry, I just had to get that out of my system. I love black barbecue, so... 
Let's uh, listen to some more music and chill out. This is the Hear Meow podcast. Stay, but 
try to put on no makeup in the mirror and crash, crash, crash into a ditch. Just playing. She needs a golden calculator to divide the time it takes to look inside and realize that real guys go for real down to Mars, girl. Yeah, I know you'd like to thank yo. Shit don't stink, but lean a little bit closer. See, roses really smell like boo boo. One of them freaks get geeked at the sight of an ATM receipt But game been peaked, dropping name cheese week Tricking off, this bitch is lost, mistake me for a geek Uh, quick way to eat, uh, deep place to sleep Uh, rent a car for a week, uh, trick for a treat No, go on the raw sex, my ace test is flawless Regardless, we don't wanna get involved with all them lawyers It's judges, just the whole grudges in the courtroom I wanna see your support, bro, not support
Don't play around, don't play the fool Don't mess around in my head Go tell your friends to get off the wall And just pop, pop it in Don't play around, don't play the fool Don't mess around in my head Go tell your friends to get off the wall And just pop, just pop it in Just pop it in. Pop. 
Hey, Paolo. Hey, how's it going? Is this uh, Dor? Yeah, this is Dor, and also Dandy is here with me. Hello. Hey, how's it going? How are you guys? We are good. Cool, cool. Productive day for us. Yourself? Good, just hanging out at home. Um, I'm freelancing right now, so I was hoping to get you guys on my blog. Sure. You want to tell us a bit about your blog? Yeah, yeah. So so it's called... uh, Sounds lower. It's kind of like a, it's a music label that's been around for two years, and uh, I kind of turned it into a podcast. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's mostly like down tempo hip hop and a little bit of cool. house music. Yeah. Nice. So uh, so uh, where where are you guys right now currently? Uh, we are the moment in the city driving between meetings. Cool. Uh, cool. We just on our way for another interview. Yeah. Having a documentary made, so yeah, that's great. So yeah, I guess I'm just gonna ask you a series of questions. Uh, do you have about five or ten minutes? Yeah, yeah, we got time. Cool. So yeah, uh, I guess first question is uh, like, where are you guys originally from, and uh, what was the music scene like where you where you originally from? Uh, so both me and Dandy are originally from Tel Aviv. Okay. And Tel Aviv music scene is really vibrant, and it has a definitely different challenges in the Bay. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a 24-hour city, so the nightlife is really vibrant. Mm-hmm. And because the nightlife is really vibrant, and all the the venues and a lot of projects are really going. It's all about going the extra mile. Right. And 
to provide this extra value that weaponize you from other places. And yeah. So this is like um, what we came with. Um, I was I moved here from London. Mm -hmm. um, I was working for Ninja Tune for six years. And what is Ninja Tune? Is that a blog or a, I've heard it before. Ninja Tune is the, one of the biggest independent record label in the world. Oh, okay. And cool. Starting at eighty-eight, um, but they have artists like uh, Bonobo and BJ Badim and uh, Amon Tobin and Mr. Scruff. So, yeah. So next question: um, Given that you're from Israel, uh, where where is is there like lots of lots of vinyl in Tel Aviv? And how did you and Dundee first get into playing out vinyl records? Let Dundee answer. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's a big, like Dor said, there's a big nightlife scene in Tel Aviv, and yeah. part of it is because there are a lot of uh, DJs, very big, big name DJs from Tel Aviv. Um, so basically, I worked in the music industry there as well. Worked in several labels and artist management companies, and I also was part in, in the nightlife scene there. I worked for one of the biggest clubs there. Um, and yeah, I kind of flirted with the idea of playing as well. And then at the beginning, I started playing with, with a computer like everyone does. And then all the music in my computer got deleted. Oh, God, <laughs> so, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started playing records and eventually because I also worked in a record label and I was kind of in charge of all the pressing and the and the releases, I mm -hmm. really got into being like investigating and doing a, re a big research on vinyls and kind of fell in love with this format. And then when I moved here, uh, the friendship between me and Doris started from like record collecting and we went to several places here in the Bay, all this weird places and record yeah. uh, uh, mm. uh, and collected records yeah, together and kind of also that was the starting point of our project of, of Pulse Radio started from the fact that, that we play together um, and and we try to, to do something mutual that will this kind thing. of elevate this culture. Yeah. Right, right. You definitely are elevating vinyl culture for sure so why did you guys decide to be based in oakland and uh once you did get here what year did you get in uh what year did you get to oakland and um how did you go about telling people and finding djs to play uh to play your broadcasts so um i live in oakland mm -hmm. for three years and um, and yeah, I moved. I've been coming to the Bay for many years, kind of for in and out between the Bay and, and London. So I kind of knew San Francisco. But when I moved here, um, we got a house in West Oakland. Oh. And, and so I've been there for three years. And, and just based because this whole project is still out of our pocket. And, and you know, it's been. It's been we are like so driven that it takes a lot of 
takes a lot of time and energy to to put up all this content and to, to curate it and to schedule it and and the post production, the production itself. Um, so just because of this, we kind of stick with Oakland because that's, it really started the whole like we wanted to get a spot so we can do a station like other cities have. Yeah, like, yeah. It's something that what I what I kind of first noticed is that salt radio is really what was missing from the public perception of DJs, of course. Because of course, I think my next question is, uh, given that salt radio is like broadcasting DJs, there's nightlife and there's you guys who are broadcasting live sets. Um, yeah. Do do venues and other like promoters and clubs have they recognized you guys as more of a an ally or a competition to how people are experiencing music and how did you come up with the idea of broadcasting instead of playing in nightclubs? Um, and so yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, like George said at the beginning, we had a, a model that we wanted to. Do here, which was like a station like the Lot or Dublin or NTS, that they all have a secure location that they're broadcasting from and showcase what's going on in their city. So at the beginning, because we wanted a secure location and we thought out out of our pocket, we did a trial of broadcasting from different locations. And what ended up is because we're broadcasting from Oakland, we discovered that we realized that. A lot of people don't know what's going on in Oakland, and, and kind of yeah. are really are really into the fact that we're not showcasing only DJs, but the fact that we, we broadcast local businesses. Yeah, that we showcase local businesses as well, and 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 we're doing this mish, mishmash of, of of bringing DJs in unusual places. So when we we got a little, uh, uh, really a lot of uh, just feedback from that, we... Kind of decided to stick yeah. with the, the, the idea of a, of a, of a migrating um, radio station. Yeah. Yeah, what I, think, I think what I noticed about Vault is that it's, first of all, it's really charming, and it's actually like, I'm, a, I'm in broadcasting in, in college, and it's actually moving. Things are actually moving. Um, unlike a unlike a podcast on the internet, you can actually see what's happening. Things are moving, and it's pretty charming just to see like the fluidity of like people in a space. You know, it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah, and that's that's been really kind of what now when we go going. It's almost like it's almost like going to a party without going to a party. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Because it's also it's boring to just look at the DJ for one hour. You never do it, but you're going to look at the people talking at the back, and you're going to look at the yep. girl just having a coffee, and you're going to look at the, you know? Yeah, register, yeah. It's, it's, um, I think it's also the fact that uh, um, the Bay Area is not a place that you see a lot of DJs in it, because the other places, you know, like... All right, little bitches of the Hear Me Out podcast. That was a recent interview with Fault Radio, a uh, internet broadcasting channel and collective. Fault Radio, based in Oakland, California. Oakland is the new Brooklyn, no? So, guys, uh, let's 
Let us talk a little bit more. This is the Hear Me Out Podcast. Tune in at PCRCollective.org. So I went to I went to a recent uh, party at uh, ten fifteen Folsom, and I noticed people were weird. People would look at me three feet in a different direction, three to five feet. I noticed that my energy was glowing. Chakra was glowing in the nightclub ten fifteen Shibasan last night. People looked at my energy. They looked. They looked. And they said to themselves, Fuck Thor. Fuck Thor. Fuck Thor. Fuck Thor. Thor's only talent is using his hammer to uh, hit the ground around him and create this weird energy of lightning bolts and energy. Fucking Thor. Fuck Thor, man. Thor is so gay. Thor just throws his hammer in a direction and it returns to him like a boomerang. Fucking Thor. Wow, Thor just fuck up the energy of the club. Fucking weird chakra, man. Freaky chakra. Palabacarda. Boo. <laughs> Peter, pass me your bowl. This soup came in ramen is insane. So my chakra's glowing. My chakra's glowing. It's kinda look it's kinda like looking at David Beckham. Like a H and M David Beckham. Uh photo H&M David Beckham shows him tatted up tatted left right arm David Beckham can take ink for sure dirt take ink take ink take ink take ink that's my boy so every I got a couple tattoos um let's talk about my tattoos not not self-conscious about my tattoos I have I have how many tattoos do I have? I have one on the back of my... So people look this up. They look up Johnny Depp. Tattoos and meanings. Brad Pitt. Tattoos and meanings. Angelina Jolie. Tattoos and meanings. So I have... Let me count. I have one... Two... Wait, let me count. How many tattoos do I have? Oh, Leonard Cohen has tattoos, guys. Who doesn't have a tattoo? My tattoos are all not visible when wearing long pants and a t-shirt. So, I have one, two, three. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait, let me count. How many tattoos do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven tattoos. Fuck, man. Need more tattoos in this bitch. So, uh, guys, I don't mean to be the ISIS of current events, but Jake Phelps is still alive and Anthony Bourdain is still alive. So that Tupac hologram is still relevant, guys. Jake Phelps is alive, and Anthony Bourdain is still alive. I love how media just says, hey, these iconic people are dead, but in actuality, they're not. They just don't want to deal with their profile and template for the rest of their living years. Wow. Bourdain's alive. Jake Phelps is alive. Wow. So, fucking, uh, 
what the fuck are they doing? They couldn't handle the heat, man. That's tough. I'm 26. I maintain traction. I'm quite the sir of influence. Influencer. Export A. Of content and creation and music. Video. Podcast. Damn, dude. Being Jake Phelps, that would suck, man. Running a magazine. Thrasher. Lead editor. That sucks. Bourdain. Travel. uh, Travel. uh, Fucking icon. Wow. These guys are like 50, 60 years old, man. They've been doing this shit for their entire fucking life. That sucks, man. I bet those guys, Jake Phelps and Anthony Bourdain, have experienced the 12s for a pretty long time. Lots of weird shit going on. When the breath of attraction is so certain and so exacting, Jake Phelps, super attractive, wow, editor of Thrasher, Jake Phelps, somewhere, living somewhere, he's still alive, Bourdain, still alive, but sucks for them, man, that's a lot of pressure, wow, 56 years, 50 50 or 60 years old, Jake Phelps, they probably experienced some pretty fucked up shit. That sucks. Let's look at my notes, guys. This is a Hear Me Out podcast. Hear and meow. I don't have many other jokes. Okay, guys. There's there's a limited... Here you go. Or Apple Store. Let's go with the Apple Store joke. Okay, guys. So this is the Apple Store joke. So there's an Apple Store in your... Uh, Neighborhood. There's an Apple Store in Burlingame, SF, San Mateo. Apple Store. People are like this. They're like, "All right, guys, let's all wear the same shirt. Let's all. First of all, let's all wear the same shirt. Let us have a transparent. Um, let us have a condescending, transparent vibe to us, and let our items sell for themselves. People asking questions, please show up to our Apple Music events." Okay, that was a stupid joke. Okay, I'm done. I I don't feel like talking anymore. Um, so I'm just gonna play more music. I don't like to talk too much. I I'm a bit tired now. I want to get some food on my way back home. So here's some more music. Um, I guess we're hanging out for another forty-five minutes. And if you're listening to the Hear Now podcast, tune in at pcrcollective.org. We're here at twenty-seven eighty-one Twenty-first Street. In Florida Street, you can call us at 415-550-0511. And uh, please tune into Sounds from the Street with Asia Spearman and the AltaCast with Pam Benjamin. Pam, if you're listening, Pam is stoned like Mary Magdalene. I will show up to a bit of a Black Friday cowardice on my part. I'm going to practice my stand-up. I will do that. Pam, I will practice my stand-up. Let's do it. And uh, playing for the rest of the time. What should we play, guys? Got some. I'm broadcasting from my iPhone 6. And we're going to listen to some Johnny Lang. Red Clouds. Let's see. We'll play some... Shout out to Jesse Sismo of Jupiter Liberation Front and Lip and Rhythms Records. This is my first vinyl. This is my first vinyl record that I've ever bought. 
let's listen to a little no fuck that now we're listening to some different shit i'm gonna play some cooler shit for y'all give me a second let's scroll here here fuck what's going on why is it not working Okay, wait, wait, hold on. I'll find you a good song. Here we go. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. You breakfast. Chicken legs wide open and just start over there. It's eight in the morning. You tasty, you looking like a meal. You breakfast. You breakfast. You breakfast. You breakfast. Bitch. Bitch, your breakfast. Your breakfast. Bitch, your breakfast. You breakfast. Bitch, your breakfast. You breakfast. 
my balls. No, Ike, you can't come to school with me. Yeah, go home, you little dildo. Dude, for the last time, don't call my brother a dildo. All right, go home, you little semen-puking asshole dickhead. <laughs> Ow! Dude, sweet. Yeah, check it out. Ready, Ike? Kick the baby. Don't kick the goddamn baby. Kick the squat. Hey. Oh, Hartman, looks like you didn't get much sleep last night. Deep. Silver. Deep, 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 deep. deep. Silver. Deep, 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 deep. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with me, guys. This is uh, Lazy Chakra with the Hear Me Out podcast. See you next week, next Saturday, 10 p.m. Should be cool. Going to pick up some new records for you guys to listen to. And thanks to Mutiny Radio, Pam Benjamin, Isha Spearman. Thank you so much for the slot, supporting me and this podcast. Um, Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. This is Lacey Trocker with the Here and Meow podcast. You're tuning in at PCRcollective.org. Just wrapping up here. Um, enjoy your Sunday and say lovey. This is the life. Au revoir. See you later until we meet again. Thank you so much. <laughs>